Welcome to the Beantown Podcast. This is Quinn David Furness. I am the host, creator, best boy, and social media influencer of the Beantown Podcast, the People's Podcast, one of Baltimore City's top 500 podcasts. What's going on? Coming to you live from 817 St. Paul Street, joined today by my very, very special guest. That's what they used to say about Ryan back in middle school. Very, very special uh, Ryan Ligon, Kristen English, co-host of the Car Ride Convos podcast, driving all the way down from uh, Boston to be here in Beantown today. Ryan and Kristen, thank you for uh, coming on the podcast. How are you guys doing today? Good. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. That's all we prepared. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the it. listener discretion is advised <laughs> when you are listening to the Beantown podcast. Number one, we will occasionally use some uh, language that is less than desirable that work wouldn't be too happy about work listen to my podcast last week we had a big meeting on uh, social media and kind of your online presence since we're representatives of the university and uh, you know I advertise my podcast with posters around the office and uh, apparently one of our uh, managers went and listened to it so fingers crossed she listened to a good episode um, seriously because there are a lot of bad episodes not bad like I'm going to get fired just like bad quality uh number two the podcast is objectively terrible as work found out this past week so uh, nothing to nothing to worry about work it's just a, a bad podcast so anyways uh what's happening it is saturday august 11th 2018 this is our 31st episode i think i was just doing the math um because i had a friend who started listening to the podcast this past week and she said i'm gonna listen the whole way through and well oh, like the bombing of Britain upstairs. Um, it's like the opening scene of Narnia. Uh, and I, did, I was doing the math. I think with episodes and specials, this episode is pretty much going to take us close to the 24-hour mark. So if you're starting from the beginning, you've got exactly one day's worth of, of podcasts to listen to. But anyways, uh, yeah, it's been a, a fun year, and we're still going strong. Well, we're going. Not necessarily strong, but we're going. Anyways, uh, Ryan and Kristen drove down from the Boston area to be here. Yesterday, they had a nice, quick, painless drive along 95. You guys want to talk a little bit more about uh, your road trip, the, the ups and downs and, and everything in between? Well, um, let's see. Start off the morning kind of late, as usual. And basically... We got out of bed way later than we thought. It was like 10.30, I think, in the yeah. morning. Yeah, and we were like, oh, yeah, we'll leave by 11. Well, that didn't happen. So roughly when these things happen, you know, it takes about seven, eight hours to get down here, typically, if you're looking um, just at maps. But you know when you get to New York and New Jersey, those plans are going to change. So... Took about nine, ten hours. Saw a lot like. of weird things on the way. Yeah, traffic oh. was a bitch to say the least. Yes, and uh, car exploded. Yeah, the pinnacle was definitely the ball of flames that took place on the other side of the highway as we were driving down ninety five. Exactly. And we just knew from there that it couldn't get much worse. It's it, it can't. It Except can. for when we hit the detour in New York and we went off. I don't know, maps is like, oh, this will be faster, and it added 40 minutes to our it time. Was not, it was not faster at all. We should have just stayed <laughs> on the highway. 
I don't get it. I don't get it, man. Maybe I should switch to Waze. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. People, when I talk to people who are, like, big on Waze, they're always because, oh, it gives you real-time updates. But I think Google Maps is, like, advanced enough to where they do that now. I know. So it's Google. I've never used Waze. I don't know, like, what the upside is to it. But Is, is Waze a... I don't, I don't know what Waze is. Is that a Google it's, equivalent? I, yeah, I think or? it's just, like, the same thing as, like... MapQuest, Google Maps, live time, like traffic updates. And I know a bunch of people who swear by it. I don't know oh. in 2018 why it's better for any reason than like, yeah. Google I mean, Maps. Maybe Google will get a handle know. of it and just like, you know, they're already way ahead of the curve right now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like it's, yeah. yeah so I don't know. We were saying how it is kind of weird though, because I typically use just Apple what is it? Apple Maps? Apple because Maps. I don't, I didn't want to download the Google thing because I only have 16 gigs on my little <laughs> iPhone 6s. So we were just saying how we almost feel like Maps is to the point that it's so ingenious that it's too much because it tries to find all these detours and it doesn't know what it's mm-hmm. doing. And it's like, oh wait a minute, this actually screwed you over really bad, and I'm sorry, but now you're stuck here. Yep. It's like when Michael drives his car into the lake <laughs> in the office. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It knows. It knows. <laughs> you guys have any uh, good food on your way down, like Sparrow Pizza or Chipotle oh, or man. something unique to so that Northeastern experience? That was a sad story because I feel like one thing that we've also said many a time, because at one point when I was traveling from Syracuse, or I had a travel assignment in Syracuse, New York, and I was driving back to Boston almost every weekend, which is like a four-and-a-half-hour drive, and we were just mentioning how there's not very many, like, the Midwest, I feel like, is just cram full of plazas and oasis or whatever you want to call it, depending on what part of the country you're in. And there's a part of Massachusetts, for sure, where you have, like, one, and then there's not one for another, like, two or three hours. Upstate New York is pretty dead. I don't know yeah. what is it if it's 90 or which highway it is that goes, like, by Syracuse. But I remember I drove from Chicago to Boston one time, and there's just, like, nothing there uh-huh. in upstate New York and like no right. highway exits for like 20 yeah. miles. Yeah, it's exactly. just not what you expect. Yeah. And the um, one that we decided to stop at because I was starving was one that had a Roy Rogers which is a dumpster <laughs> fire of like all food. Trash food. Instant diarrhea. Yeah. Um, Cinnabon which it's not terrible but not good road food. I mean, and then a Nathan's, which is hot dogs, which was, like, advertising all these, like, chili, cheese, bacon ranch, something. Mm, perfect for the car. <laughs> right. Yes, I mean, yes. we were, that's what we were saying, is that all this food, like, this is just a disaster waiting to happen. Mm. Like, why do they not have food that's actually travel-worthy? But Yeah. Um, so we decided to stop there, kind of found a little marketplace that had, like, just, like, safe, like, sandwiches and, like... Safe sandwiches. Safe sandwiches. <laughs> And I got just, like, hummus and pretzels or something. Yeah. But then the very next stop, Ryan was devastated because pretty much stop after stop, they had a Pizza Hut Express, which is, like, just favorite me. thing because Dude. personal pan pizzas is, like, his jam, and he was just torn up about it the rest of the week. God way. himself curates the Pizza Hut Expresses around the United States <laughs> and blesses them with his eternal blessings, okay? And I had to settle for a... Turkey cheddar Dijonet sandwich, which, you know, on paper sounds great, but when it comes served on the first recipe of bread created by mankind, that's stale as King Tut himself, uh, and the Dijonets is literally 99 parts whole grain mustard and 
one hundredth parts mayonnaise. Is it even Dijonese or is it just mustard? Okay, and then, I mean, yeah. it was, it was dry. It, it was. Let's just say it was dry. Well, walk me through a little bit more this this fascination with Pizza Hut Express. Where did that come from? You know, there's something super nostalgic about. I mean. You can take me to any pizza place, the best in the world, you know, and it's great. I love really good pizza. It's really great. But nothing is more beautiful than a stuffed crust Pizza Hut pizza. Yeah. And second to that is a Pizza Hut personal pan. Either You either got to go Supreme or Pepperoni. Yeah. Oh, you either got to go everything totally. on it or classic. If you can beg them to put the pepperonis on the Supreme, you're a legend. Ooh. It's never happened for me before. But I've heard rumors. <laughs> there are multiple threads on 4chan that I've seen where it's happened. Um, My nostalgia comes from Book It. Yes. And yep. yes. going to Pizza Hut. And I know a lot of people, you know, they always have these niche places like, oh, this specific pizza place. And it's like local to that area is like the best pizza ever. And to some degree, I still am like a garbage human and really, really enjoy Pizza Hut pizza. Mm. And specifically, we're really attached to Stuffed Crust Pizza because it is really good. But their pan pizza is also good. Those and the personal pan pizza, because they seem to be a rare find nowadays, is like a diamond in the rough. Yeah. And passing them one after another after we had been at that one plaza that was just garbage that food. That caramelized, <laughs> oily crust. I mean, there's fewer things, okay? Sure. Cocaine. Sex. Personal pan pizzas from Pizza Hut Express. There is no more list. That is that the is, pinnacle. That is the pinnacle of humanity, the triangle yeah. of... A utopia. It is, that is what utopias are built on. <laughs> Cocaine, sex, and personal pan pizzas from Pizza Hut Express. Well, as someone who's only experienced one of those things, I can't really <laughs> attest to how good Pizza Hut or sex is. So, Anyways, did you guys have any restaurants in Rockford growing up? Like, not pizza, but like actual Rockford restaurants that you were like, Favorite places to go to or go-tos or, I don't know. Did you have anything like that? Well, I mean, this is still on the same thing as pizza. In Roscoe, they have Pietro's. Did you ever have Pietro's I never had Pietro's, no. Pietro's was a gold mine. And the thing is, like, once we... We haven't lived in Rockford for, like, five and a half years now. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like right when we were leaving, it started to pick up. People started to, like, kind of find this, like, you know, how great that place was. Because it really was so inexpensive, too. It kind of had... They had their... My favorite thing to get was, like, their pan pizza, which was really, like, just, like, super, super deep dish, like, deliciousness. Pepperoni, black olive pizza. And it was, like, what? Like, I don't know, $12 or something? Like, And it was huge. Yeah. So that definitely was a staple for me. Yeah. A staple for me would be across the street from Temple Baptist and State Street Station, which was the local strip club. Was this place called Ground Round? Yes. It was so good. Had the best kids menu in all of Rockford. And so you'd top off the night. So you just anything off that glorious kids kids menu, you know you're going to be killing it. I think it burned down, didn't it? It did. It eventually did. Yeah. Rest in peace, you know. Yeah. The world will never be the same. But for dessert, you got a free kids gummy worm Oreo sundae. I think they were called like mud pies or, yeah. or something. Yeah. And they were served, or maybe it was the ice cream. Maybe it was two different things I'm talking about. But one of them was served in a plastic, 
uh, MLB baseball helmet bowl that you could keep for yourself. In Rockford? In Rockford. And wow. they only had two teams, and it was either the Cleveland Indians or the Baltimore Orioles. What? This is the That's only one. Bullshit. You Come would on. never get a Cubs one, even if you tried. <laughs> <laughs> and those are the only two yes. teams. That's most. so Rockford. It's so Rockford. But it was so great, and then it burned down, and then my life would never my be mom, the same. My mom literally, um, we pulled into Hallstrom one Tuesday morning, and she's like, I don't want to be here. Do you want to leave? And I was like, okay. Oh, and we, we, we went to have lunch at the ground round and then just went home. It was probably one of the greatest days of my life. Uh, <laughs> any day at the ground round is a great day. Yeah, I know. We used to, we used to go to Lino's. Oh, every, Lino's so, like, we weren't allowed to trick-or-treat growing up. Okay. So Halloween, we would always go to Lino's and then go to Toys R Us, rest in peace, oh, nice. um, to, like, oh, get a Game Boy game or something. But, yeah, I remember growing up just because of the way like the infrequency that we went there like once a year it was a tradition i always thought lino's was like the greatest italian place on earth and oh, yeah. mm-hmm. it's like 12 dollars for like spaghetti or something which is like cheaper than olive garden now so mm-hmm. i mean it was still a yeah. solid place but after having gone to some other italian places i think uh lino's probably isn't as great as i thought it once was but yeah what game boy games did you play oh man uh well my fondest memory is Pokemon Gold. Oh. Nice. I bought that myself. And the tragic story, which I probably mentioned one other time on the podcast, was one time I was... Oh, no, this wasn't that time. But, okay, there was one time I was playing Pokemon Blue, and one of my brothers was holding the video camera. No. And the other one snuck up and ripped out the game cartridge. <gasps> no. Which was, like, one of the meaner things that my brothers ever did oh to me. Oh, my God. But then Pokemon Gold, it gets worse because... <laughs> They just hid it in our house one day, and they refused to tell me where it was. No. And, you know, years and years later, we've moved. No one lives in Rockford anymore, so Pokemon Gold is lost forever. That's terrible. My sister had the the blue one, and I remember, like, I didn't really know how Game Boys worked at the time, and she was, like, really far into the game. And at the time, I think you could only have one story going at once. Oh, absolutely. And I put it in, and they're like, oh, do you want a continuous story? And it's like, no, I want to start my own. But I thought hers would be saved, (laughs) and that was not a good day. No wonder your sister hates you. Um... (laughs) But then I got the red one, which was mine, and then we had didn't have a problem. And then later on, I think I got, I don't, was there like a platinum one or something? There was. There's a. Uh, I don't remember the, what mine. Was I'm sure called. there's a Pokemon platinum at some point. Yeah. It was I like a, it was a Game Boy Color version of whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. remember what what it was, but I used to play. Um, I would play Crystal. Yeah. And then yeah. later on, I got Yellow, which is old oh, yeah. school sure. from that, and then. Uh, I would play my brother's Game Boy Advance and play Golden Sun, which is like probably one of the best games I've probably ever played before. It's really great. What type I, of game is? That? I've never heard of. Golden it's an Sun. RPG, and um, basically it's like a turn-based where you you know you get into like a battle with like a, a thing, and you have to fight it, and you have all these moves, and you have like a magic person, and you have like a person that's good at defense, and a person that's good at healing, and like all this stuff, and it's like. Um, yeah, it's great. I don't know. It's 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 one of the better games out there. It reminds me of uh, Final Fantasy and stuff like that. I don't know. I was a nerd growing up. So for Game Boy uh, Game Boy Advance. Yeah, I think it was like the the game released with Game Boy Advance that oh, was okay. like here's Golden Sun with the game. You know, so I don't know. It's pretty cool. You know, I had a we had a, a like an old school Game Boy that I think my cousin gave us because he was a big gamer guy, and then we both got our Game Boy Pockets like used Game Boy yeah. Pockets from a GameStop, which was a huge deal. 
And then I had like a Game Boy Advance and then like a Game Boy um, or Nintendo DS, which I guess is kind of a different, well, sort of the same thing, but different. But I feel like my Game Boy Pocket was like my jam. Like that was like, I had a blue one. It was super small. It, was, it didn't have the light, like the backlit feature, which is so funny oh, to think yeah. like that was so revolutionary yeah, yeah, yeah. when that came oh, out. Yeah. Oh, it, that yeah. came out originally with the, the Game Boy Advance, uh, what was it called? The DS? I no. don't think it was DS, the initials. Do you remember the name of that one? It was like a square and then it opened like this. I thought that was, I thought that, that was the DS. No, the know. DS was the, the one that has like the pen and everything. Oh, really? Okay, so it's like the... SP? SP. Oh, Game Boy yeah. Advance, SP. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. that was... My mom actually got one of those because she played a lot of Game Boy. Oh, yeah, like the, the surgery game and stuff? Well, she didn't play that, but... Oh. She had, like, a lot of the old school games like Donkey Kong and uh, Ga- uh, Galaga, maybe, and yeah. Pac-Man and stuff like that. Like, she loved yeah. playing those wow, games. Wow, those are great. Yeah. We used to have something my dad bought from Kmart, probably, like, 20 bucks, and is uh, like, a... It's a little like gaming console with a joystick, so it's meant to like replicate an arcade game, and you oh. plug it right into your TV. I remember that. And you play. We had one. It's called like Nintendo Arcade or something like that, and it had Pac-Man or Miss Pac-Man. I don't remember which one. Uh, Pole Position, which is like an old school racing game. Yeah. It had Galaga, and there's another one that's similar. It's like Galactica or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it had Dig Dug. Uh, which is another classic arcade game, Mappy, which is a game that we never knew about until we got it. And then it had uh, this other game. It's like a flying scroll shooter game. I'll have to look up what it was. Um, But my brother Jack was always really good at it. But we spent a lot of time just, like, sitting on the floor in our basement watching someone play it on the TV. And, yeah, those were a lot of fun. And (laughs) we would come down late at night sometimes, and my dad would be playing and, like, eating a bowl of cereal because this was stuff he played like in the arcade in the 70s when he was growing up and I think he that was a type of gift that kept on giving for him because he got it for super cheap the flying squirrel game that you had was it like a 2D you're in a little airplane you kind of go up and down and shoot stuff yeah I've been trying to find the game forever because I think PlayStation I think it was a PS1 game they had like these two two um, version games that you could rent from Family Video Mm -hmm. and it had like a collection it was similar to that it had a collection of like these classic games and I had never seen that one but that was like my favorite out of all of them and I haven't been able to find it since wow yeah now we're uh, on the Google machine trying to figure out what it's called I'm sure my brothers are listening to this right now and they're just shouting at the computer because they know exactly what it's called but I can't remember what it is I I don't even I'm not even I don't even know I don't even know what it what it is it's just it was like a one word type of game it starts with like an N or something it's like Nexus but that's not what it is Mm. Hmm. anyways interesting yeah um so you know I've been meaning to ask you this and you know just let me know let me know if this is just too much but I really I gotta know okay Uh All right? Just tell me if it's too much, man. Okay? <laughs> I don't like where this is going. <laughs> this is live air, you know? <laughs> how, was your, how was your time at Kmart? I know you worked oh. there for a while. What's the craziest story? I was story? worried you are going to like bring up some weird sex story. <laughs> no, 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 no. What's the craziest thing you ever well, saw happen at Kmart? Because it was, it was off Harrison, right? Uh, no. There are two Kmarts in Rockford. There's one on oh. Sandy Hollow. That's the like Sandy Hollow and 11th mm, Street. Yeah, okay, okay. Just like really janky. Oh. I never worked at that one. Oh, okay, good, okay. I worked at the East State one, which I think 
is closing in like a week or something. Okay. So I, I'm still friends with a bunch of people who I worked with on Facebook. Um, but no, I started, I got a job at Kmart right after I turned 16. So like April 2011. And I worked there until I left for college. I actually didn't quit until after my first month of college. So October 2013. So I worked there for two and a half years. Um, I was a cashier the whole time, which is uncommon because the cashiers were usually like the high school girls. Mm-hmm. The high school guys were usually like shelf stockers, like working in the back, that sort of thing. So I was kind of a novelty there, which was actually kind of cool because like all the customer service, um, like older ladies loved me. But it was, it was okay. I mean, I was making probably like seven fifty an hour or something, um, which back then was like okay, better than detasseling. Um, yes. And it was <laughs> air conditioned, which was awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I came in and kind of like was pretty strict to following the rules at first. And then eventually the, the system was so broken to where like the prices never matched up and everything was just a pain in the ass. And so eventually, so what would you'd have to do if you had to change the price on something which happened all the time with things being on sale, um, was you'd have to get a manager's code. I hate and that. usually there would be like one person in the entire store. Yeah. And they'd be like in the back on a phone call. Mm-hmm. And you might be one of two registers open. Yeah. And there's like three other people in your line. Yep. So it's like people get really pissed. So eventually I just started memorizing manager codes. I don't know what the statute of limitations on this stuff is, but <laughs> the store is closing soon. So yeah. that's good. Um, so once once I sort of started doing that, it made my life way easier because then I just, like, got super corrupt. And not that I was, like, just randomly giving people discounts. It's not what I was doing, but I just, like, didn't have to wait for anybody, oh, which yeah, is really yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, let's see. So um, I don't know. Overall, it was it was good. I'm trying to think if there's anything, like, super crazy that happened. You You just get used to dealing with, like people who are not mentally all there and I mean place like that the turnover rate is super high like by the time I left I think I was I'd been there like the fourth longest out of every employee in the store and I'd been there for two and a half years Um, which makes sense I mean you're making like eight dollars an hour you can't live very well on that so yeah seriously um, yeah I don't know it was I'm trying to think if I had any really good stories I had a weird romantic thing with one of the girls who was like a customer service person. Um, nice. We're still Facebook friends. So we used to go over to her house. She lived right by the river on the east side, okay. kind of like in the downtown area. And she was really into Judge Judy. Oh, <laughs> so, yes. Uh, we would go over there. I would skip calculus because I just like didn't care about that class in my afternoons, go over there with Judge Judy, get some Hot Pockets. Oh, nice. uh, I love Hot Pockets. I don't even know if we ever kissed. We just, like, lied in bed and watched Judge Judy and ate Hot Pockets and, like, slept, which was actually fine as a high schooler because you're, like, playing sports all the time. You just want to sleep. So That's amazing. Um, yeah. No, it was, uh, it was fun. I'm still Facebook friends with some of the people who I worked with uh, while I was at Kmart and... Yeah, I actually, my intention was, after I left for college, was to keep working there so I could come back in, like, December um, and work a bunch of holiday hours. But <laughs> this is a funny story. Um, they, so what HR told me is you have to work one shift 
a month to like stay on as an employee. So my plan, my first month away and in future months was just like come back one weekend out of the month, which was inconvenient because it's like a two hour drive to do it. But I was like, I can do this, work a five hour shift to be fine, be, be able to keep my job. So the first month I did it was September of 2013. Mm-hmm. I came back on a Saturday, like a month after I started college. And I had told my HR person well in advance that, okay, this was the day I'm coming back. This is the day I'm working my shifts, whatever. And I got there for openings, like 7 a.m., and they didn't have me on the shift, and nobody knew that I was coming in. But I wasn't about to be like, I guess I'm just going to reschedule. Like, no, I'm here. I came home from college for this. And so I realized nobody, including the manager, like on call who was there, knew I was there. So I... (laughs) At first, I was like, okay, I'm just going to go, like, rearrange some shelves. I did that for, like, two hours. And then I got really bored, and I didn't want to, like, go up to customer service and be like, okay, put me on a register. I'm here to work because I hated working. So I went into the bathroom. (laughs) I went into the men's bathroom. went into the stall for three hours. I, like, sat on the toilet and just, like, texted or something. I don't remember what I did. I didn't have a smartphone or anything. I might have, like, grabbed a magazine from the checkout. And then... After it had been five hours, I snuck out, got in my car, and went home. And I decided, no, I don't want to do this again. So <laughs> that was it. That was my last shift at Kmart. I sat on the toilet for like three hours. That's amazing, actually. Wow. That's like that's, that's legendary. Like, yeah, that's next level, dude. Nobody really knew I was there. So you, know, you were you were after my time, but I had a I got chased out of that location of Kmart one time. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Why? Here, here's yes. a story. You know, this was we all go through periods of time in our lives where we like you know let's let's be high schoolers and let's go let's go do some epic pranks you know let's go all that stupid stuff so we were like all right so we're there's this wheelchair out in the middle of nowhere you know i think it was in like a walmart parking lot or something just like rogue by itself and we're like let's load this thing up and let's take it over to kmart how crazy awesome would that be we don't know what we're gonna do we were obviously idiots but so me and my buddy Paul go into Kmart, and I'm in the wheelchair, and he is pushing me around and all this stuff. And we go up to one of the registers, and all of a sudden, we just both just jump up. I jump up out of the wheelchair, and he, he follows me, and we just run out of the store. And this cashier guy started chasing us. And I was like, dude, why are you chasing us? And he's like, oh, I thought you guys stole something. God. The dumbest prank ever played in human history. Yeah. So stupid. But that's just what we did. We did stupid. It was all about, like, whenever I was growing up, it's all about being random and, like, being, like, odd and, like, you know, weird and stuff like that. And it just, like, you look back on it and you were like, no, that's stupid. Like, <laughs> what were you thinking? So, yeah, that's that's my experience with uh, that Kmart location and um, I dared not set foot in the Sandy Hollow one because I heard I heard some crazy stories about because it was right across the street from the trailer park. If I wasn't, if I'm not mistaken, South Rockford there is not a super nice area. Yeah, there. I have experience with like hookers flagging me down down there, and they looked jankety. Eleventh <sighs> Street, baby. Yeah, it's the place to be. We were just talking about that last night. Yeah, yeah. we were. Yeah, the hookers on Eleventh Street. 
<laughs> Sounds like an actual name of a business. Like it's like a coffee shop or something. Hookers on 11th Street. I feel like I saw a commercial for that or something. <laughs> exactly. There used to be that. We'd always drive past when we go to swing dancing at St. Edwards. There was like, oh, yeah. it had a jingle on TV. It's one of those coffee places that's like just a little tiny like narrow thing along the side there we just like go through the drive-through yeah and it was yeah, like yeah. have a cup of coffee at cubbies or something i don't remember exactly what it was but it had a really irritating like commercial on tv um and i just remember always driving past that right by doughboy donuts yeah the they have oh, yeah. they have um those in seattle Except for uh, girls working their under, like the baristas working their underwear and stuff like that. And, sounds like a and it was like the same sort of setup. Yeah. yeah, I mean it was really really weird. Sounds like hookers on Eleventh Street. Sounds like yeah. hookers on Eleventh Street, exactly. <laughs> there were a lot of those places in Alaska. Um, you know, you go to like Anchorage. There are plenty of like established coffee places, but then just along the side of the road, along like the twelve highways in Alaska, it's a lot of just those types of like drive-through places. So yeah. Um, I found out, okay, so it wasn't Nintendo Arcade, it was Namco Arcade. Namco is another, like, arcade game. Yeah. And I just, so I found an Amazon, one for, uh, one for sale on Amazon, going for $329. Wow. The good news is it's Prime, free one-day shipping. Oh, so. thank God. Um, but the games on it include, this. I don't think this was the exact one we had, because I don't remember all these games, but it had Rally X, which I don't know anything about, Dig Dug, which I mentioned, Pac-Man, Bosconian, which I don't know anything about, Galaxian, and then Miss Pac-Man, Galaga, Mappy, Pole Position, and Xevious was the name of the, the fly and shoot game. This is what it looked like. It yeah. Oh, that wasn't what I was okay. thinking. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, you could like, there are enemy ships that would fly at you, you shoot them, but then you also had bombing capa- capabilities. You have to bomb the things on the ground. And I think you could actually, I think you could beat the game because there's like a final boss and I was never good enough to get there but I think my brother Jack probably did before but I'm sure you could go play like an online simulator you could play Xevious online oh, I know yeah. I was playing mm. I was playing Dig Dug online a couple weeks ago because I wasn't doing anything at work of course but <laughs> um, yeah yeah I don't know we got off track I haven't, I've been like zoned out the last five minutes I haven't been paying attention but no it's fine yeah no, those Kmarts are uh, going out of style, unfortunately. Oh, we were at a Kmart in Washington State over vacation. And, yeah, I think there were, like, seven people in the store. And, yeah, it's pretty mm-hmm. depressing. It's uh, not much left. So that was one of the jokes I told on the, the roast when we were introducing my dad. It's like, because he's actually, he's worked for Sears slash Kmart for, like, 30 years and he's finally transitioning out of that role. But the joke was that he's got interviews lined up at Blockbuster, Circuit <laughs> City, and Radio Shack. And Kodak's coming to poach him. So. Yeah. Poor dad. He's finally oh, out. Uh, I don't know. This podcast got away from me. I think I needed more vodka. It's this. off the rails, man. It's, yeah, it's, this, this podcast has been lit. Yeah. Well, Jack Links, uh, we should mention you if you're out there. I uh, would love to have you. We drink drinking the vodka tonic from the Jack Links cup last night, which was new territory. Last night was, I actually had tried a vodka tonic like three days ago, and then last night was the first time I'd ever had one of my own. So pretty good. I actually, I see the appeal of it. The, the lime is in there. 
I bought my first lime last <laughs> night, so this is just all sorts wow. of groundbreaking <laughs> stuff for for Quinn David Furness. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, you guys. Uh, so I mentioned at the, the outset, Kristen and Ryan are co-hosts of the Car Ride Convos podcast, which is a pretty big big deal, I would say. Um, you guys have anything coming up on the podcast that you want to advertise, or or what's going on there? Uh, just right now, we're still working through our uh, summer upload schedule. You know, we try to get them up every Wednesday when we can and stuff like that. We just finished our, our big regrouping and stuff, trying to get ahead of the, the content wheel. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll go back to Saturdays during the fall. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what's up. We're, everything's up in the air. The only thing we're really focused on right now is Elon Musk. If you're listening to this, along with Jack Link's, we're looking for sponsorships, okay? We know that Tesla pays $0 a year in marketing. Can you just pay just a little bit of money to just, you know, give us a vehicle to record our podcast in? We're looking for a new studio. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. So give us a ring. We know things are tough at Tesla right now. You're talking about going private. You know, a lot of scrutiny. You're acting crazy. Give us a ring. You know where to find us. Yeah, same goes for you, Jack Links. <laughs> I know you guys are looking to go private, so, and I don't know what that stuff means, but it's a ra- it's a rallying point. Hey, uh, you guys, Ryan, you you brought up, uh, and it was all over the news today that guy who stole that plane at SeaTac, and he crashed. Rest in peace. So, yeah. this this begs the question: if if you were going to steal a plane, mm-hmm. what type of plane would you steal? Wow, mm. do I know? Any planes? Um, well, I'd want to get oh. one of those Concords, you know, because they're oh, pretty yeah. fast. Those Concords, I missed what, the, out of commission in 07, 06 or something like Remember that? Remember at the end of the parent trap when Dennis Quaid is like, you can go on the Concord and it'll get there super fast. Because he flies all the way to London and he beats Natasha Richardson home and now she's dead. And Liam Neeson is a widower. Well, yeah, didn't he? she got, get eaten by a bear or it something a like s- that? Fatal skiing accident. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very different than fatal bear accident. Like a subdural hematoma or something. Yeah. Wow, that's brutal. Um, something. Yeah, so if I were to steal any plane, it would probably be the SR-71 Blackbird, probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that thing is so fast. The CIA used it, so there's all sorts of government secrets in there and stuff. I'm sure I could find out more about Obama tapping, and mm-hmm. uh, maybe I can finally disable that Obama kill switch, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no comment there. <laughs> All truth. We speak truth on this podcast. I know, Kristen, what about you? you you more like a Wright Brothers type of lady? or? Uh... I would steal any private jet that the Kardashians were currently on so I could just announce over the speaker, like, hey, this ship, this ship is going down unless if I call Kanye and get, like, a $200 million ransom for all you bitches. Oh or his next mixtape. Yeah. Get something out of it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't really necessarily guarantee I'd land the thing, but I mean, it's, it'd be great to just say that I did it. You guys exactly. are so freaking entrepreneurial. You I know. know. First, you make a multi million dollar podcast, and now you're getting ransoms from stealing planes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. This is good stuff. It seems like a good plan. Yeah, well, Trump's, Trump's super obsessed. I think it's the F 14 fighter jet. He like keeps talking about how invisible it is, and. I don't think he quite understands exactly how that stuff works, but <laughs> I know. Maybe with I know. Space Force will finally have truly invisible uh, planes. That's mm. that's the mm. that's the future. Yeah. Think of uh, once Obama gets his hands on Space Force, he's going to start wiretapping the planets and stuff I and know. 
You know, people talk about moving to Canada. You won't even be able to move to Mars to get away from Obama tapping because he's probably already there. That's probably what Matt Damon was doing in The Martian. He was <laughs> setting up Obama tapping. Uh-huh. So. And then when he was in the sequel, Interstellar, yeah. Interstellar, they found him on a different planet. Exactly. He's just, yeah, he's an agent of the empire, <laughs> the Obama empire. Yeah. He's tapping, he's tapping the, the, whole, the whole galaxy. Yeah. It's a shame. <laughs> well, I don't know. You guys got anything else you need to you need to plug while you're here? We have absolutely nothing else to plug. <laughs> Excellent. Agreed. This yeah, this podcast was uh was prepared, marinated for hours, wrote a lot of stuff, if you couldn't tell already. Um that's about all I got. We uh we're looking to potentially have our Uncle Andy uh Jack Link's employee on next week. <laughs> Uh, he wanted to record today, and unfortunately, we couldn't do it because we were recording this podcast. So we're going to try to get him on. Uh, we're going to probably be doing some fantasy football action coming up soon here, maybe a live mock draft on the podcast. I don't know. That could be a good idea. And then I had another and a new subscriber um, from the Vancouver area give me this suggestion. She says that I should watch... Uh, series finales of tv shows but of tv series that i've never seen before and just comment like commentate on the series that is the greatest idea i've ever that heard is my entire really life. good so i'm gonna have to get in touch with her uh to see which series she thinks would be good to talk about but you know what would be a good one to watch i'm sure you've seen it but watch the series finale of dexter that's what i, I haven't was i haven't seen it no, no no but you'd realize though you realize that like nothing you're like, it'd be so boring. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what's, like, what's, like, the hook? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's, like, the... The finale is literally the worst episode No, I know, but even, even that, I mean, like, there's just nothing you could get. I, like, it's like, it'd, yeah. be, it'd be like watching The Godfather. Oh, not The Godfather. Um, what's Sopranos? The, the Sopranos. Sorry, not The Godfather. The other one, The Sopranos. <laughs> that one, and just being like, okay, what was that? <laughs> yeah, right. I have no idea. Oh. It's so entertaining. Lost is another good one. I've seen Lost, so I don't think okay. I'd be able to like separate myself uh, yeah. from it because I understand all of it. Yeah. But yeah, that's yeah, that, that series brutal. finale wouldn't make any sense either. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good idea. I gotta I gotta research that a little bit more, and <clears throat> maybe once we hit the road this fall, we'll uh, we'll get it figured out. I think I have my fall tour dates finalized. Uh, we will announce that on Facebook sometime this week, but. That's going to be fun. Uh, live shows coming every weekend. No, you can't buy tickets to them because they're not actually real. But <laughs> I like to advertise it anyways just to sound good. Anyways, uh, well, this has been uh, Quinn David Furness. This is my podcast. There was something else that I wanted to say, and I'm completely blanking on it. But that's okay. We'll figure it out later. Elon Musk, if you're out there. Jack Links, if you're out there. Victoria's Secret, I've been getting a lot of <laughs> advertisements, catalogs, coupons from you guys, so I know you're interested. So um, you can always get in touch with me. I am at BeantownCast on Twitter. You can also email us. Uh, we are BeantownPodcast at Yahoo.com. That's Beantown, B-E-A-N-T-O-W-N, podcast at Yahoo.com. Death Cab's new album comes out this week. Uh, Black Klansman just came out three days ago, so... Go check those out if you get time. Uh, I think Sharknado 3 or 4, whichever one is the final <laughs> the one, last is one. Like, happening sometime this the week. Meg. So. The Meg. There's no, the, the Meg, Meg too. too. It's yeah. different. Yeah, that's got, oh, there's a shark. There's literally Jason a shark. Yeah. 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 
God. Maybe we should have a podcast that's just for like accents. Could you do Jason Statham and South Africa? It would be fun. Anyways, we hit the 40-minute mark, and like Jesus wandering in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights, I'm about to ascend up into podcasting heaven. Uh, that analogy didn't quite make it. Anyways, this has been Quinn David Furness. I want to give a special thanks to Ryan Lee and Chris English, co-hosts of the Car Ride Convos podcast. Uh, thank you guys for coming on. Always thank you for a having us. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, next time they're going to come on and... Uh, I heard a "Say It with Love" reunion. Oh might be, my uh, gosh! I would, I would actually, back. I would actually love that because I'm the only person that's not cringed out by that era. <laughs> and like, I've like, I've, I've thought about just like go back and like learn how to play the guitar and just like re-release the EP myself, acoustic we, version, acoustic or something. Just like, just yeah. like do the EP myself or turn it into some sort of SoundCloud rap or some some crap like that. It just they would be so. They would unfriend me on Facebook if I did that, which would be so well, funny. Well, we were talking about Say It With Love and your stage presence when I was at your house a couple months yeah. ago. What, what were we saying about it? I don't remember. Basically, so I had this guy who I really respected come and see my first show. I think it was my first show. It was the first show that wasn't in the basement of a house, okay? So he came. I think you were there. You were there. You went there with somebody. Uh, you were on a date. And... Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he came and I was like, so what did you think after the whole performance was over? And he was like, you know, you're a really good front man. And that was it. That was the only thing he had to say, which I mean, like, you know, that's valid. That that was a valid, you know, I, I totally got what he was saying. You know, like he was like, you know, on the spectrum of stand up comedian or Bono, you should become a garbage man you know so that's kind of i mean i get it i get it i get it so it's fine say with love do you know if you guys have any like remnants of your band anywhere on the internet youtube yeah or uh check us out uh on youtube you can put in say it with love and um let's see i think you can i think you can search in in, in that actual concert that concert that that the, basement concert. The, well, it was the it was a church concert, I think. I think the one that's on YouTube was the basement concert, wasn't it? Not in we my just, house, no. No, not in your house. It was no. in somebody else's basement. Hang was on. it? I don't know. Find out Something. Yeah, there's like a lot of there's a lot of good songs. And you just realize that you know, we didn't really know how to write songs properly. So there's a lot of weird transitions and stuff, and very strange. You learn that I can't sing, which I mean that's not really like a revelation, but you know, it's. It exists. Uh, um, <laughs> I think yeah. I'm going to have to do some more specific searching because Say oh, With yeah. Love is not Put in, bringing up good we, results. We found it the other day. I can't Put in, it it's, uh, it's so, put in Say It With Love, like Dress to Kill or something like that. See, I, that's, tried, that's, I tried Say It With Love Ligon and it didn't change the no, results. No, no. This was, I think, before YouTube tags, I think. And I think when they were uploaded, there's no tags on them and stuff. And they're super difficult to find. Here we go. Okay, there we go. There's some. So if you do so say go, it with don't love, don't do this one though. Go to a different one. Go to one s- of our originals. You go say it with love, dressed to kill. Um, yeah. The second hit is say it with love music. Forty six views. Soon to be forty seven now. That's like Karaid Convo's lover, except for like that took like eight years to do, twelve years the, ago. Then there's the say it with love music channel, which has two subscribers. Now has three subscribers. So welcome, baby. 
Who are you the one in control of that account? Do you know? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, uh, there's like six videos up here. Say with love intro. We're gonna have to watch that after this video. Yeah, ends. it was pretty good. That one's not. You know, it was whatever. Yeah, there's a Facebook page. I wasn't in control of any of this stuff, which was good because I would have said a lot of stupid stuff on there. So, but it really uh, would have it would have nostalgia. rocketed me as a social media influencer. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> All right, we uh, we got to go because we got a lot of YouTube videos to watch. <laughs> Anyways, uh, for the final time, this has been Quinn David Furness, joined by Ryan Austin Ligon and Kristen English. I just called you by your Facebook name. That yeah. was weird. I do that sometimes. <laughs> That's fine. Um, and uh, thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed our Rambletastic stuff. If you've never been to Rockford, Illinois, mm. that's probably a good thing. <laughs> and uh, we'll come to you next week, maybe with uh, a Jack Links rep, maybe not. We'll keep you updated on Facebook. Anyways, like, share, retweet, subscribe, rate. We're up to 35 stars now on iTunes, which is 34 more than Bill Burr has. So that's pretty good. <laughs> uh, no, Bill, I know you're listening to this. I love you. So uh, hit me up at my Twitter. Anyways, uh, we'll check in on you next week.